Yeah, my uh, my niece or my cousin's daughter lives down around Cincinnati, but in Indiana, and they started school today. Yeah, and fucking August August fifth. Uh, wouldn't you be pissed off if we had started school this early? I would. I would have been. Yeah. The the thing is, like, so, like, my kids are scheduled to start Tuesday, which is August eleventh, mm-hmm. and um. Or maybe it's, yeah, I think that's it. But, but they, their last day was like May 22nd or something, you know? So they've, they got out early and they're starting early, but I don't remember us starting, you know, when we were in school, it seemed like we went a little bit longer. Right. We were like usually out the the first week of June and it seems like we started like, like around the, either like the. 20th or the 24th or something yeah i i was gonna say i i I remember it being like um starting school like around my mom's birthday which is which was august 27th Mm -hmm. and you know thinking i don't know if we ever went back like on her birthday but it was right around her birthday that we would start and now my kids are starting like a full two weeks earlier you know so um and I would rather do it, I think, how we did it then, you know, and get out get out in early June, rather, you know, have those two weeks in May that you're going, because those can kind of be suspect weather time, you right. know. Like, it, it can be nice, but it might also be 50 degrees, you know. But, right. like, now for the next two weeks, next three weeks, whatever, it's not going to be 50 degrees. Like, these past couple of days are the coolest it's going to get, you know, when it's like 75 degrees or whatever. So, right. did you and your kids um, hit that list up of, of uh, things to do this summer? Did you accomplish like half of it? Uh, I don't think we're quite at half. Okay. Um, there were 55 things. I think the last time I counted, we were only at 19. Um, but I think we've done four or five since then. Um, we finished the thousand piece puzzle last night. Um, they were, they started on, uh, painting canvases, uh, that we're going to hang up here, uh, tonight. We're supposed to possibly go canoeing tomorrow. Um, we went to the drive-in. So there's some things and I'm, I'm planning the, the, um, one of the things is to spend a day eating only food you've never tried. Oh, right, right. right. Which is, you know, we, we started talking about that. And I think it's mostly going to be vegetables, but or uh, fruits and vegetables. Like they've never had artichokes. Okay. Which I've only tried to cook artichokes a couple times and they're kind of a pain in the ass to cook, I think. Have you ever cooked artichokes? No, but I used to hate artichokes and the only time i eat them and it's not because i'm i guess because i don't feel like cooking them i eat like artichoke hearts as like part of a charcuterie or something so those are really good but i mean they're like preserving like some some oil or whatever but they're really good i like them yeah are they are they no I guess they're not pickled are they they probably are like marinate marinated that's probably what right. they are yeah yeah um I I've tried to cook them a couple of times and without success like 
I think you just have to like steam the hell out of them if you're cooking them a certain way. And like, it wasn't even, I was never even clear on what parts of the thing I'm supposed to eat. Well, <laughs> oh, know? yeah. I mean, like, there's no owner, owner's manual with this. So. <laughs> yeah. And even like in the, even in the like recipe, I've, you know, I have a shitload of cookbooks and stuff, but even in those, like, it, they don't show pictures and it just like their descriptions just I don't know and I've I've watched enough cooking shows you would think I'd be able to figure out how to eat a goddamn artichoke but I don't know you would think wrong if that was your assumption but um so yeah we'll we'll get some artichokes um quince have you ever had a quince I don't think so remember years ago um I don't know like back in like I don't know probably like 06 or something we tried a bunch of different fruits yes yeah. and, but i can't remember if we had quince though yeah um it it's it it seems like i can't rem- i don't think we did have that one because i don't think i ever remember trying it but i think i went to that I went to a grocery store in Chicago and picked up a bunch of things because the idea was we were going to eat like a hundred fruits and vegetables in a week or something. Yeah. That was one of the things that we, that Janine and I were going to try and do. But like to do that, you got to eat like 15 different things a day. Right. I mean, it's a lot. It is. And especially if I think the rule that I came up with was like, you know, an apple is an apple. You can't have like a Granny Smith and a Red Delicious and a Golden Delicious and count all those as different things. You know, it, it's an apple and yeah. like lettuce, you know, you could do a million different lettuces. But um, I think I had a list of close to 100 things, but to get to 100, you have to come up with obscure things like quince for sure. You're eating lots of, yeah, lots of different shit like quince and dragon fruit and yeah whatever yeah um prickly pear yeah (laughs) yeah and meyer actually sells some of that stuff though though they have they have dragon fruit and prickly pear and star fruit and ugly fruit and um you know some of those more obscure ones but like you know i my kids have all tried those so you know we're not we can't really count those as foods you've never tried before so we've got what what was the other thing i let me check my list here i was keeping of um foods that they hadn't tried let's see artichoke oh, guava i don't think they've tried guava um fennel which i mean you can grill fennel but there's not a there's not a ton you can do to fennel you know you're mostly using that with other stuff it's usually an addition to dishes nobody's eating fennel by itself right unless they're grilling it um, and then meat, like I suggested duck cause I knew they weren't going to eat. I knew they've never had duck before. Mm-hmm. And my daughter, my daughter loves ducks. So she's like, nobody's eating a duck. <laughs> so <laughs> duck is off the table, but, um, and they've had lamb. So we're, we're going to try to get some elk and goat and see if, see if they'll be down with that. Duck is probably one of my favorite meats are not my favorite i remember you saying that yeah 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 it's just so like juicy and succulent and delicious yeah i mean 
I think we talked about this before, but I can't remember. Do you cook it or do you just always eat at places? No, I've roasted a few here. I mean, it's been a while, but yeah, I have. Mm -hmm. Um, Just pop in the oven. I I think uh, if I like retried it, I would maybe grill it on a low heat and get that crispiness uh yeah with the skin because skin skin of skin animals is good. is good yeah it I is mean, i don't i don't care if it's a duck or pig or chicken or cow or fish or whatever fucking llama like skin is good. <laughs> i don't think cow skin is going to be good that's just leather isn't it I, it, well, I it mean, might be the exception if it's like dried out it is but i mean oh yeah yeah I mean, I need, fuck, I, maybe I'll like roast my skin. (laughs) Well, I, uh, I got a little sun at the beach last week and my shoulder is peeling. You can, you want me to peel off some of that and you can taste that? Yeah, but dry it out first. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's fucking like, like, uh, Brett Baker cracklins. (laughs) cracklins that's great well yeah you've we've mentioned before and you on one of the first episodes you talked about how how you almost died eating a pork rind yeah uh, uh, when i fucking just like inhaled it and i was yeah man that was bad so so i eat popcorn often and there's that like shitty powder nacho cheese that you can put on your popcorn oh, yeah. like <laughs> for some reason i love that shit i mean i realize it kind of ruins the popcorn taste but i like that kind of fake cheesy we all have our vices i like <laughs> fake cheese flavor but i call it choking powder i mean because yeah while I'm eating it, I'm like inhaling and I'm constantly choking and coughing on it. It's like fucking Doc Holiday eating popcorn. <laughs> like a really bad case of TB. <laughs> Is that what killed Doc Holiday? Yeah. Uh, he had consumption, man. Ah, yeah. consumption. Mm-hmm. Good old <laughs> consumption. That's a, that's a great name. I know. I think I always forget what I always I know consumption is a disease, but I always forget that it's yeah. tied to, to tuberculosis. Like the British had some like fancy terms for shit like you know, consumption and cuckold is one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, in that um, list of fruits and veggies i was looking at tonight they had they had two that I, that i see frequently that always just kind of annoy the shit out of me like people are trying to be fancy but like aubergine mm-hmm. which is just a fucking eggplant like just call it an eggplant and um i i don't know if that's like the french or whatever term for it right. but um and then i don't even know how to say it but courgette c o u r g e t t e okay which is just a zucchini. 
Right. But and it, it annoyed me. Like I almost gave up on this list because they had it listed under aubergine and courgette instead of eggplant and zucchini. Like, well, I mean, was it like a French website? I don't think so. It ha- it didn't have a dot fr or dot whatever at the right. end. It, uh, it was dot I forget dot. what it was. It was like dot com or something. I don't know. <laughs> so, do you but, like? Okay, so not to change your life food subject but when you see a website with the ending dot net do you hesitate dot net is is <laughs> not legit right <laughs> like, i always hesitate I, when i see dot yeah, net. absolutely <laughs> dot net is like 1997 net <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i mean you know <laughs> Like if if anybody thinks that they're creating a website and they're like, oh, well, the dot com is taken. I'll just take the dot net instead. Right. Like you might as well just say I'm illegitimate. Right. <laughs> it it, it <laughs> doesn't seem safe. No, it doesn't. And like I, I don't I, I mean, I guess. Can you just offhand think of any legitimate um any legitimate website that has ended in .net? I guess there might be some, but I mean, there are. I've likely been on them in like 2003, but um, yeah. no, I'm sure there are. And off the top of my head, I can't think of it. But it just, yeah. I mean, I'll periodically see .net, and I'm like, ew, that's like the dark web. No. <laughs> I want to go on. <laughs> it makes you feel like you know the, these people are stealing my information and being like, you know, at least Amazon's being upfront about stealing your information. .net is doing it all covertly and shit, right? And um, the like, there was uh the local internet provider where we grew up netnitco.net was their address yeah and they were one of the first ones that i remember with like dot net right and that's like still out there i'm pretty sure i know it is so who like who is calling them for internet service though like i don't know and are is do they have like i mean it can't still be that like dialogue yeah that's the word i was looking for like are they still getting the it's like it's broadband i'm sure but like what is their infrastructure it's one thing to be comcast or at&t or xfinity or whatever people have like what infrastructure does does fucking net nitco have yeah, yeah. And no I mean, clearly they won't be one of our sponsors, but <laughs> what are they bringing to the fucking table? Are they yeah. bringing like fiber optics to the table or like, what are they doing? Maybe they're, maybe they're, they're the, um, you know, the, the like hipster ironic, right? Um, you know, like there's a whole bunch of hipsters out there who are all, Right. Overjoyed that they get to go and pick up a, a CD-ROM to install their right. <laughs> internet or, on their computer. Yeah. Let me put in my uh, 
CD-ROM while I crack open this PBR and you know, <laughs> right. look like a lumberjack, but I don't know what the fucking axe is. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there, there's a, I won't mention any names, but there's a, um, there's a home building company out here that their web and like it's it's McFarland Homes okay. and McFarland Homes I'm I'm sure like McFarland <laughs> I mentioned that but you well, yeah it. fuck it like I'm sure McFarlandHomes.com I mean I is is that a I don't I guess I have a computer right here I can check but like did they intentionally choose McFarlandHomes.net like right. if so bad bad choice yeah this domain may be for sale, unused. Like, come on. Right. No wonder you're not selling any, any houses. It's that .net. Actually, they sell a lot of houses. I don't know anything about that. But anyway. Um, all right. Well, .net. Sorry, .net. You're, you're not legit. Yeah. Um, speaking of sponsors, I have a bag of Ling Ice in my freezer practically preach (laughs) yeah a little early in the show to talk about laying ice but when you said sponsor it made me it made me uh it made me think about this when i and my my kids were over last night and my son poured my my son made some tea and it was he was complained that it was warm and i was like well there's ice in the freezer and he opened it up and he's like you have laying ice and I was like, yeah. He's like, I got to try some. <laughs> and my other son, who doesn't listen to the podcast, was like, it's literally just frozen water. It's not special. And Brian's like, no, it's going to make your mouth happy. <laughs> Look at him. Look at Brian. I yeah. That. So, um, so he got it and, and then my daughter got some and she, she put, you know, it's got the hole in the center and she put, put the, put the ice cube on her finger. Uh-huh. She's holding it up, like twirling it on her finger. And she's like, it won't go all the way down. They didn't make the hole big enough. So, <laughs> so they were having a good time with the, with the laying ice in my freezer. And they're like, why do you have laying ice in your freezer? And I, I, I don't have an ice machine. I don't have ice trays right. and I ended up with an extra bag. So I got this 20 pound bag of laying ice in my freezer. Then the real question is, is why don't you have laying ice in your freezer? (laughs) That's right. That's, that's what I should have said. I should have been like, why are you drinking that ice that you refrigerate, that your freezer makes? Right. Right. What do you drink in refrigerator ice? Like, yeah. Can we, can we, um, well, I mean, they're doing virtual learning for, now but when they're back in school can we like uh find a t-shirt company to make us laying ice t-shirts and put your kids in them to (laughs) to wear around school (laughs) wouldn't it be awesome if we just started a laying ice advertising campaign i think we're going to we should (laughs) i mean no laying ice is at every benny's and that's awesome benny's uh, for the uh, millions of, of uh, listeners from the Congo to Russia to uh, Juno, <laughs> Benny's is a local uh, uh, 
Illinois liquor store chain in the city of Chicago, really in the suburbs. Uh, it's pretty awesome, but they carry Lang Ice only. And uh, um, I think what the f- what the fuck was I gonna say? Something about advertising, and maybe if we advertise for Lang Ice, we can get into Binnie's or something. Cut the fucking know. part out because I have no no fucking clue where I was going with it. No, I'm keeping this. this I had a point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. So <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. So I mean they're in a they're there's a foothold, but we need some national exposure here. And we're gonna take it upon ourselves to run their f- fucking ad campaign. Yeah, there you go. We'll get them coast to coast. Yep. And and maybe um, maybe into the Congo where, you know, I'm sure it, it's got to be hot there, right? They could use some ling ice there in the yeah. Congo. Oh, yeah. I mean, everywhere. I mean, it's sweltering. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it'd be the purest water there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. I'm always amazed. Sorry, I'm just pouring myself a beer. Um, I'm always amazed where when I would read these history books that like they had these refrigerator cars, mm-hmm. like back you know before refrigerators and ice boxes and all that, like all all the like electronic stuff, electrical stuff. Like they would people would go and like cut pieces of ice out of like rivers and lakes in the winter and then hold on to that ice and that would be how they chilled stuff for like you know later on in the year right and like ice was a serious commodity then oh yeah you know like they it those are the people that whose minds would really be blown by laying ice mm-hmm. they're like wait a minute you can just open this bag and you have these like perfectly like not ergonomically designed, but like these perfectly engineered ice cubes that are going to keep everything cold. Sign me up. Yeah. I mean, it just makes sense, sense for them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, we'll, we'll keep working on laying ice. Well, and to like point out also, I mean, they don't just make like the bagged ice, okay? They have crushed block cube or shaved. They have crushed ice? Yeah. Where can I get some of that? Um, you probably have to head to their place, actually. In Hammond? Probably. Man. Could you could you imagine having laying crushed ice? I have I I think I yeah I mentioned before how I go to this one particular McDonald's for crushed ice that's like ten right. miles away from my house right so all right I'm definitely going to get some laying ice before the next episode some laying crushed ice mm-hmm. and you know what I will I will whatever I'm drinking I will have laying crushed ice and will just listen to me crush ice <laughs> and chew on crushed ice for the entire episode. That'll be good listening. That, that that'll be our lowest numbers ever. People will be like, they, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" They, 
come in like 50 pound bags though that's all right and, 50 pound bags. and to push it even farther further or farther whatever Lang ice has fucking snow cone ice holy cow yeah like like they've thought of everything do you think home shitty ice is thinking hey let's <laughs> fucking like do some next level ice let's do crushed and snow cone no they're just worried how to make their ice melt faster <laughs> worried about so you have to buy more right it's all a scam mm-hmm. damn it all right well um speaking of inventiveness mm-hmm. food food inventiveness i read this article um a few days ago that was talking about how three sweeteners were all discovered by accident in labs okay and um in 18 and <laughs> okay so the first two were were discovered the same way saccharin a sweetener everybody's heard of saccharin mm-hmm. was discovered in 1897 when this scientist who was working in a lab like accidentally put his fingers to his mouth and discovered that his fingers were sweet okay and he's working with all of this stuff and his fingers were sweet, so he knew that it had to be something in the lab that was sweet. But he didn't know what. Right. And that's when he also discovered antifreeze. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it does to your inside. Right. Um, no, so he had to go and taste everything that he was working with. Holy shit. Until he found the thing that was sweet. That's ballsy, right? Yeah, it seems like it. I mean, I don't, I don't know how long he lived after that, but like, you know, that was in what year did I say? 1897. Right. So like, to me, it's like, how do you know that you're not gonna, you know, that, that, some of that isn't like radioactive or something, you know, and you're going to you're going to like die two days after ingesting it or whatever. Yeah. Um, That's but, risky. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it, it, it's been scientifically studied since and supposedly it's safe. 1897. Um, the other one that was discovered by accident was cyclamate. In 1937, same thing. This guy was working in a lab and he put his fingers to his mouth and voila, it's sweet. And he had to go back through and taste everything. And he found out that cyclamate was sweet. But you've never heard of cyclamate, right? Yeah, because it probably fucking killed them. Like yeah, it was, fuck, it, was, it was bad fucking news when they, did, when they did scientific studies on it. I can't remember what it said happened, but really? yeah, it, it wasn't, it was no good. Right. And then the other one was aspartame in 1965. That was discovered by accident too. I don't remember the story around that. This this is a note I've had for a while. But um, but that one is supposedly safe too. I say supposedly because like I'm drinking a Diet Pepsi right now. Mm-hmm. What's in this one? Does this one have aspartame? Um, well, doesn't like aspartame have uh, like a compound of like formaldehyde in it? 
I mean, that's... Well, yeah, this is... I think it's phenylalanine. Okay. Is what it is. And like, yeah, okay, there is aspartame in Diet Pepsi. Right. Phenylketonurics contains phenylalanine. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know what that means. Maybe it's maybe it's bad, maybe it's not. But, um, right. you know, supposedly it's been tested, tested and tested and tested, and it's safe. But I'm... I don't know. Right. I'm still like not I always hear like aspartame is pretty bad, but far be it for me to put like health warnings out there with, <laughs> with the carcinogens that I ingest with um, aged uh, whiskeys. So, oh, that's true. Don't take health advice from me. Um, <laughs> Well, I mean, because they're aged in like wooden barrels, right? Like charred wooden barrels. Yes. So that's where the carcinogens come in. They burn these fucking barrels and that like, at like, in layman's terms, the the fucking add, the char is what, what makes the alcohol brown. Okay. Okay. Wood and the char. So all the... No, when you fucking burn wood, that's there's shit in it. There's chemicals, there's reactions or carcinogens, and you you're literally drinking them. And right, and it makes it taste really, really good. But, um, you know, I'm sure there are some side effects from long term use. Yeah, um. They and you know they they even say I even remember reading um, articles about grilling and about how like even grilling meat, right? Um, you know the from the charcoal, right? It could it could like you know get into your meat and make it you know toxic or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Um, right. And you know, I think with that also with the like I stayed in jest, but I mean with the whiskey and the grilled meat i think i think if it's in moderation you're okay yeah right um no i I think for all these um uh budding scientists out there um (laughs) it's probably not a good idea to lick your hands in the lab <laughs> yeah. Like I'm yeah. gonna go out go out on a limb and say that's probably contraindicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you you would hope that things like that aren't gonna happen today, you know, that you're not gonna have those accidental discoveries of, you know, tasting right. tasting things. Um Especially now, you know, because God knows what's in that lab that's going to end up killing you, you know. Right. I mean, I mean, I guess if you're in a food processing lab only, that's fine. Like I um, used to work with this um, girl who um, was in college but helped out at the nursing home and her like she her job was to like formulate flavor she worked at this like food company 
that, uh-huh. that would get hired by like Frito Lay and Horm- Hormel or whatever food company, and uh, and they develop flavors. So I yeah. mean, I think in that case, when you're in the lab and you're like, oh yeah, right. I mean, this might taste like blue cheese olives, and we're gonna make blue cheese olive potato chips. Fine, I mean, yeah. like look away. But if right. you're like. <laughs> But if you're in a lab around like weird chemicals that should be ingested, <laughs> don't roll the dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. I don't know if I've, I've if I've told this story or not, but it's if even if I have, it's it's worth telling. Um, back in tenth um, grade chemistry class, um, we were working, we were doing some lab and I had two lab partners and one of the lab partners took that little barrel pipette thing mm-hmm. and it was filled with whatever it was. I did, I, it was filled with, it was ammonia and it was filled with ammonia and he pointed at me and he squirted it and it got on my face. Okay. And like as soon as it got on my face, I felt like this burning okay. sensation. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I thought I was going to have to go. Remember those showers? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. In class, like, you know, you have to pull the pull the chain. To, I thought I was going to have to do that. And I was like, what did you put on me? And I, like, wiped it off. And, like, within seconds, it stopped burning. It was only, like, you know, on contact that it burned. But for those few seconds, it really worried the hell out of me. I was like, what the hell is this? Right. And, like, I th- I'm pretty sure I knew it was ammonia at the time, right. but I didn't know that it was, or maybe a, I might even be misremembering that. I don't know. I mean, this fucking Brewster's Millions thing is still fucking with me. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even well, I sure. mean, it was a chemical of whatever. Right. It was, yeah, it doesn't matter what it was. It was some chemical that when he, when he squeezed the thing and it hit my face, it, it burned it. Like not even so much burned, but more like tingled. Right. Like it wasn't painful. It was just like, holy cow, what is going on? And you know, it didn't. I looked like this before that, so it didn't disfigure my face too much. <laughs> but it scared the fucking hell out of me. That's for sure. I bet. Did he apologize? So, yeah, he kind of freaked out about it because, like, he saw that my reaction was genuine. You know, I wasn't. I wasn't like horsing around. Like I was. I was seriously scared about it. And when he saw that, he was like, Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know that was going to happen. And then like, you know, when it went away, we both just kind of laughed about it. But I was like, you can't do that. Remember the time I squirted goddamn ammonia in your eye. Wasn't it awesome? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Remind me and I'll tell, I'll tell you who it is. I don't want to mention it on here, but I think I remember. You remember the story. Okay. I'm pretty sure, but yeah. Tell me afterwards. Yeah. Um, but uh, and I, I saw him with his ex-wife like two years ago, I think. And I, I wanted to I wanted to ask him like, hey, do you yeah. first of all, first of all, do you even remember me? Right. Second of all, like, do you remember that time? You know, but um, I don't know <laughs> that it would be it would be quite funny. But um, if you're working in a lab, then just be careful, all right? <laughs> Coming from like two people who haven't been in a lab in, in right. God, how long? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think the last lab I was in was 
biotechnology at VU. <laughs> I don't think I took that one. No, I uh, that was after you you left. Um, I after I deserted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took it with Adam. Um, uh, biotechnology was pretty awesome. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the you know with um with all this e-learning stuff that's going to be going on. Um, it's interesting to me to know, like, I think parents are going to be called on to help their kids mm-hmm. a lot more than they otherwise might have. Right. And like, you know, some parents just aren't going to do it, you know, right. and their kids are going to suffer because of it. But, um, you know, some some are just going to have to, you know, recall stuff that they learned years and years ago. And that's kind of what, you know, my son's going to be in 10th grade and I was helping him with math last year. And I was surprised at the number of things that I remembered. Oh yeah. Like stuff that maybe I didn't remember right off the top of my head, but as soon as I like looked at the chapter and like refreshed it, I was like, Oh yeah, I remember how to do this. And then I could go through it. Like, do you think there are those things for you that if you refreshed, you would, you would pick up on like were you confident enough in math in high school like could you do like algebra 2 or geometry or something right now if you had to so this is funny okay so i had geometry sophomore year and i was very lazy and i didn't try and i got pretty horrible grades and i that is one of the major regrets that I have is not trying in geometry because I it, it could have helped me out with some shit, I think. Um, just like knowing angles and yeah, whatever. but I I was an asshole, okay? I was in <laughs> so so I really wish I tried, but I was getting like D's and F's and whatever, but um. Do you remember, like, back then we had to, when we were picking classes to to advance, like, junior year and senior year, the teacher had to sign off on it. So, so I had to get the geometry teacher to sign off on me taking Algebra 2, junior uh, Yeah. And... <laughs> This guy knew I was a jack off, but he told me, like, I asked him to sign it and he goes, yeah, I think he'll do really well. And I remember thinking, get a fucking F in your class. Like, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure you just want me out of here. And I don't blame you like one bit. So, so no, with geometry, it wouldn't come back at all. I think f- for me, what would come back is probably Latin. I took like, Oh yeah. I I took four years in high school and like two and a half years in college. So I think that would come back if I put some effort, but math now. Yeah. How about, how about sciences? I I would, I think I would have a hard time with, with most science because I never, (laughs) 
No, I, I never tried really hard in science. I always just kind of did enough to get by and I would end up with, you know, an A or a B or whatever. But I, I don't remember like really applying myself to any science. I mean, I, th- I think that would come back for me because I was interested in it. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. Well, if my kid needs help with science, then I'll I'll call you over. <laughs> you can, you can yeah. I, I don't even know if any of them are taking science next year. I don't or next week, not even next year. Well, I mean, isn't it required for like freshman year? Or? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I I all the requirements are like there's so much required now. Okay, and like they you know they kind of have to pick and choose and like. Like my son, my son, who's going to be a sophomore, he, he's been in orchestra since sixth grade. So he wants to keep up with the orchestra. Mm-hmm. He started uh, Japanese last year wow. and he wants to take like four years of Japanese. But then he also wanted to take like this honors, like world history course or something. Okay. And they told him that he couldn't take orchestra and Japanese and world history because of scheduling conflicts. So he had, he had to drop one of them. So like world history lost out because he's been doing orchestra for so long. He's not going to stop that. Right. He's really into Japanese. He's not going to stop that. So like, you know, just the odd man out, like he wanted the world history course, but you know, if you have to choose between, you know, that's going to, that's going to finish third out of three, you know? So, um, and you know, I don't, I don't blame the school for that because there's only so many slots and, you know, you can't accommodate everybody's desires or whatever, but it just seems like there, and you know, he also took this course last year, this like engineering course, Mm. which we took a course called industrial arts. Yes. But like, I don't even, I don't really remember what it was. Like, oh, I guess we learned how to like cut wood and. Well, I mean, we cut wood and we built those like, we had those to styrofoam houses. Build a dream house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think my best item to come out of it is, you know, I don't know if you remember, I made this paddle like, like out of a two by four. Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, no, God, this, this fucking thing was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, did it did it rival your uh, shopping cart handle? Oh, no, the shopping cart handle is the best ever. <laughs> we we can't leave it like that. You have to tell the story of the shopping cart handle. Yes. Oh, I. Worked at um, Casta's and Al's and... Um, a grocery store. Yeah. People in the Congo don't know what Al's is. Right. I know. So um, <laughs> when Al's bought Casta's back in like 96, 97, they needed new shopping carts and we took the old ones and put them in the old grocery back room while we always mess around back there and we noticed that like the shopping cart handles were were really solid and 
they weren't like part part of the actual shopping cart. They were bolted in. Ah. So we unbolted it and, and, uh, and realized, like, holy shit, this this will fuck you up. I mean, this will, like, <laughs> like if you cracked a person in the head, it it would probably kill them. I mean, like, yeah, blunt force trauma. So we took some me, me and a few other people, and the one that I had, I took this like this long ass bolt, and I. Filed it down, and I attached <laughs> it to to one end. I screwed and bolted it in so I could stab a person. And that, but, <laughs> but that wasn't a, that wasn't enough. I wanted to to give them tetanus, so I, <laughs> I fucking rusted the bolt. I made it really, really fucking rusty. So. <laughs> Not only like my my uh, goal was not was not to only crack a person in the head; it was to give them lockjaw. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I still have this thing. I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> I still have it. It's awesome. It was to give them lockjaw. Yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> give him some give him some real pain exactly <laughs> did you ever have to employ it i haven't ever used it but <clears throat> i do you remember when we were fucking around at vu oh my god this is the best so, yes <laughs> so so we would um kind of one of our hobbies back in high school and college was to, when uh, we talked about it, like go to like Dewey's and like Troll Bridge or, or just the, the Nike Missile Base or just like mm-hmm. follow random people and scare them. And we would drop dune, jump, dune jumping at Stagecoach Road. Right, right. So we would dress up in dark clothes and blah, blah, blah. And you no, know, a couple of us would take weapons like well, just in case. You know, just in, I'm no, I think <laughs> I think back then I was always eager to start some shit, and I <laughs> wanted to be prepared. So uh, Brett and I are living at Valparaiso University, and our friend Dave and uh, Mike, and I think um, Chris was there also. Rick, probably all of us. Um, we m- met up at our um, room at Valpo and we changed our clothes and we were heading out. But we, we as a joke, were, were like running downstairs like all out. And we, <laughs> we ran past his girl and we scared the shit out of her. And I remember... Or just like, I, I heard it say, oh my God, those guys are going to fuck somebody up. Or, or yeah, like, that's, exa- right? well, that's exactly what yeah, she okay. said. Are you guys going to go fuck someone yeah. up? 
and I had the shopping cart handle with me. So, yeah. So not too far from the truth. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> well, at least we at least we were ready to if we needed to. Right, right, right. We were always always prepared just in case. <laughs> Now, I, I will I will tell the second part of this story. Okay. So after our encounter in the um, stairwell there with that the girl who thought we were going to go fuck somebody up, we went out and wherever we were going to go before we went, we went to the aforementioned Al's, mm-hmm. which is the grocery store that you worked. And I don't I don't remember why we went there. We might not have even had. A reason to go there oh okay yeah <laughs> i know i know where this is going yeah <laughs> and you had a a ski mask uh-huh. that you had with you right and you decided that it would be a good idea to pull the ski mask over your head you're dressed in all black right you pull the black ski mask over your head right you run into the, and this is late at night, like nine o'clock at night or something, late in the evening. <laughs> nine o'clock at night. You run into the store mm-hmm. with a ski mask on. Nobody can tell who the hell you are. And you just book into the store and then like run down, run past the cash register, like down the aisles. Yes. And everybody's in like, I, I'm trailing behind you a little bit and I can see everybody's reaction. And they're like, oh my God. And like freaking out like what is that and then like they turned and saw me and they knew that i was your friend right because i've been there and like once they saw me they put it together that like that's that fucking asshole brian yeah, <laughs> yeah i remember um, like you're so lucky like you could do that in parts of america today and some fucker would shoot you oh, because they yeah. Thinking that you're gonna kill him. Oh yeah, I um, I remember the the evening evening manager when she like added it up. She was like, "You asshole!" Yeah, she, she was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you did that." Yeah, <laughs> laughed yeah. about it afterwards, and it was talked about the following day at work, but. <laughs> Yeah, and because I'm sure, you know, everybody just had that, you know, split second where they thought, oh, shit, this is it. You know, we're, yeah, right. we're getting fucking robbed. Good um, old days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, yeah, like I said, you're you're lucky you didn't get shot because that's probably where it would end up these days. Um. That place is is still around, but it's uh, well, the building is still there, but it's much smaller now. Yeah, uh, I'm the, sure they uh, don't have quite as many quite as many good characters working there as, no, <laughs> as back in the day. No, it's a like a save a lot or something, or yeah, I think it's save a lot, and it's like like literally half the store. Yeah, it you, is. You know, it is, and they, and I uh, and the half that they have blocked off is where all the action happened. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. They got rid, rid of the legendary half. I know. Oh God. <laughs> that was so much fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, 
Well, you and you and I were talking earlier, and I was telling you how um, the the kids were over tonight, and I was making. I don't know if I told you or not, but I made BLTs for dinner, okay. which are like, you know, the sandwich. I I haven't had a BLT in years. Okay. Bacon. Okay, everybody knows what a BLT is, right? Bacon, lettuce, tomato sandwich. Well, I mean, our listen, our our uh, listeners and. In- Cyprus may not know. <laughs> that's that's right. right. Yeah, Cyprus. Yeah, Cyprus, Lithuania, right. um, Georgia. You know, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. <laughs> Georgia, the country, yeah. not the state. Right. Yeah. Kazakhstan. Um, yeah, the Chechnya, all those places. Those those people in the hills of Nepal that you know aren't even going to be able to download this until, you know, 2021, right. which is the next time they're going to be near civilization and have a, uh, a decent internet signal. Right. But they'll pick up a fucking bag of laying ice though. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Nepal doesn't need any laying ice. It's all fucking mountains and snow. Yeah. I, I just watched that Indiana Jones and the, uh, um, What's the first one? The um, uh, Raiders, Raiders of the Lost yeah. Ark, and you know that part of that takes place in high up in the mountains. And um, the, God, that's such a good movie. I don't know if I talked about that or not, but it's such a good movie. It is. Um, but anyway, the so the BLT, so we made BLTs tonight, mm-hmm. and I, it, you know, it was delicious. The I put the bacon in the oven. I got some good old iceberg lettuce which usually i choose any lettuce but iceberg but for a blt iceberg iceberg is just the thing you know it's it's great um stopped and got some heirloom tomatoes from whole foods which were delicious i'm i can't wait i'm I'm going tomato picking soon it is prime tomato season right yeah are you a raw tomato fan um I can't remember if I told this story and I think it would have been 2018, but I had my first entire raw tomato in 2018. Wow. Uh, because I know I don't like tomatoes. Um, okay. Remember that? I don't like I'll right. eat them. Because you don't really like ketchup, right? correct except a certain brand um right well when don't say a certain brand tell us the brand yeah i have all these weird like food (laughs) food issues mr ken or 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 is it yeah mr kensington ketchup oh yeah Yeah. uh uh-huh yeah i mean it's fucking oh oh god it's so awesome um okay but like so like tomatoes my whole life i haven't ever liked but i can if you um handed handed me a whole tomato i would tell you to fuck off but if you <laughs> chopped it up and said hey yeah, right. gallo, i'm like oh this is so great <laughs> i don't know what my problem is so but but i really like caprese salad which is Ah, yes. Tomato and mozzarella, basil, and uh, balsamic. Right. Olive oil. And and 
it's a fucking slice of tomato. It's <laughs> yeah. So good. So I um I ate it a couple times and I said, just just eat a eat a tomato. Like what's wrong? Yeah. You're fucking 40 years old. So I <laughs> had one and i uh and i enjoyed it i still don't prefer it i won't always seek it out unless i have have this like weird craving for it um but i uh, i will eat them but but i'm not like you i don't think i um um appreciate them like you do yeah yeah i mean I can't wait to go picking for them. My, you said caprese salad. My, my daughter, who's nine, um, they they're growing basil in the gar in their garden, mm-hmm. and her mom has uh, for the past couple of weeks been buying those uh, mozzarella balls. Yeah. So my daughter for lunch will just make herself like <laughs> caprese salad of like basil, tomato, mozzarella, Good. and just like put them on skewers and just like devour them like crazy. Right. She loves it. Um, and I've conditioned her like when she was really young, I was like, you know, dice up these tomatoes, put the perfect amount of salt and pepper on it. And it's the best thing you've ever had. And to this day, she will like this time of year, any day when, when she sees my stash of tomatoes I'm about to have next time she's over here, I guarantee you, she's going to be like, will you make me salt and pepper tomatoes? And it, it's like the best thing ever. But, um, so for the BLTs tonight, I got good tomatoes and they taste from, from, uh, from whole foods and they were good. And, um, everything was good. I, I had it all made. And then I made, I found this recipe in this Mark Bittman cookbook that I have mm-hmm. for a mayonnaise. Okay. And I'm not a huge mayonnaise fan. Usually I avoid mayonnaise. Right. Um, it's, it's fine in certain situations with certain things I'll eat it. But in general, like, like a, a mayonnaise packet would be perfect for me because that's how often I will eat mayonnaise is to use a packet. You know, if I buy like even the smallest bottle, like half of it's going to be thrown away, you know, but I, so, but I made my own tonight and I made it using the bacon grease. Nice. Mark Bittman had this recipe for bacon grease mayonnaise. Right. And it was so good. like ridiculously good it's okay if you want to make bacon grease mayonnaise you take one egg yolk stir it into like a tablespoon and a half of dijon mustard mix it up real well and then slowly very very slowly add half a cup of bacon grease if you don't have half a cup you can add a little bit of olive oil to get you up to half a cup add a half a cup of bacon grease whisk it up You'll get an emulsion and then add a little bit of apple cider, salt, pepper. Oh, I, I wish that I could preserve this because you would love it, Brian. Are, are you? Well, you don't like mustard either, though, do you? Uh, yes, I like mustard and I love mayonnaise. Um, okay, so maybe maybe you would be down. You know, it, like, it, I, mean, I could not believe how good it was. Right, like yellow mustard is... Eh, 
but other mustards know are awesome but yeah mayonnaise is fantastic you know why it's fantastic for you why come on you know because it's good because it's fat oh yeah well (laughs) you're always raving about fat i do love fat Well, if you get a chance to make bacon mayonnaise, go for it because you will not be disappointed. I guarantee it. All right, I will. Um, you went to a mustard museum years ago, didn't you? Yeah. Where was that? Wisconsin? Wisconsin, yeah. Went there in like 2007 or eight or something. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah. And it's it's one and it was actually pretty cool, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It was I remember, yeah. I remember your wife telling me that like, you know, you kind of you you went kind of as a joke, but that it actually it actually turned out to be pretty cool. Yes. Uh-huh. And there it's you know, it's pretty pretty informative. I mean it, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of shit on mustard. It's just not some some yellow condiment. <laughs> Well, that's the thing about mustard is like there's so many different kinds, you know, mm-hmm. in like brown mustard and yellow mustard and Dijon and like I I love mustard. I I'm I'm one of those people that could, you know, I I could have a dozen different kinds of mustard and use them all all the time because they're good. Some fucking mustard with horseradish in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Is is what is horseradish? Well, is that, is that a plant? Uh, I think it's a root. A root. Okay. That sounds right. Yeah. That's one of those things that, like, when you're eating horseradish, you know you're eating horseradish. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing like horseradish. I like horseradish. Me too. I really like it. I don't. I don't know what I usually pair it with, like if what I eat it on, but I just, I I love things that you know when you're eating them, you know, like it's, you feel the horseradish and like, I I get that from like, it's a different thing, but like every time I eat Greek yogurt, like plain Greek yogurt, Mm -hmm. because it's such a like unique taste and like tanginess to it. Mm Mm-hmm. Love it. It's so good. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, I you know that's something I kind of don't care for. Greek yogurt? Yeah. I really want to like it, and I've tried I've tried to make myself like it, and I don't hate it, but there's something to me there it's there's something off. And it, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But do you? You're. I don't know. Are you a dairy person anyway? I mean, do you eat much dairy? Well, you like cheese. You're a cheese guy, right? I like right? cheese. Um, you don't do much ice cream. So that's one of those things where it's like ice cream is really, really, really good, but in my head, it's really, really, really bad for you. Uh, so I try not to eat it very often. So yeah, you know we'll get Dairy Queen periodically. We'll get Culver's, the like fucking 
whatever their the concrete mixer will periodically have ice cream in general but i mean it's only a handful of times a year it's probably uh in a year it's probably less than 10 times a year 10 times a year that you have ice cream yeah probably wow because in my head it's like oh my god it's so fucking not good for you but here yeah. let me have this bottle of scotch and a cigar because that's totally <laughs> healthy <laughs> you know the difference right what calorie calories yeah yes that because that i mean we've touched on this a little bit we have we could do it a whole entire episode on the way that you and i eat mm-hmm. but like the difference is calories because there's calories in scotch but there's not calories mm-hmm. in scotch like there's calories in ice cream right for sure yeah for sure. I, and like I'm kind of a kind of an old man ice cream eater. Like my favorite flavor is butter pecan, but that's like oh, that's good. That's like known as an old person ice cream. But one of my favorites is uh, from like years ago. Um, Eagle Grocery Store. Oh my god! Yeah, it they're they're like generic was like lady lee and they okay. had like the fucking best pistachio ice cream oh man oh, so good well um dairy bell mm-hmm. the like local soft serve place yeah. near here their um flavor of the month for july was pistachio really yeah and i had a couple of pistachio cones dipped in chocolate okay and they made me happy. Yeah. They were they were really good. Um, I, I here th- here this will this will help me with my accountability here. So yesterday I made an olive oil cake. Have you ever had an olive oil cake? No. Me neither. Huh? Explain. Yeah. I've heard for years how good olive oil cake is. Okay. And like I I olive oil's fine. I I cook with it. I, you know, I I don't really I don't put any dressing on my salad, so I don't really use it for that. But I'll I'll make, you know, emulsions and things with olive oil. It's fine. I don't hate it or whatever. But I kept hearing people raving about olive oil cake. And like like people who like know food were raving about olive oil mm-hmm. cake. So I was like, all right, I got to try this for like three or four years. I've been hearing about this. And then Mark Marin the other day mentioned how he made an olive oil cake and he and Bill Burr sat down and just went to town on this olive oil cake. So I was like, okay, now's the time for me to make one of these. So yesterday I find a recipe for this. I start cooking it. I, I bake it. And like my... My oven, it's really nice. It's brand new. It's really nice. It's very efficient. And I have in my mind that it doesn't take as long to bake as it, as the assigned times and recipes. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, it says bake 40 to 45 minutes. After 38 minutes, I take it out. I put a toothpick in there. Everything looks good. It's coming out clean. Okay, the cake should be done. 
I take the cake out. I let it rest for 10 minutes. I try to get it. I tip it over out of the pan. The fucking thing falls apart. Like the inside of it, the middle of it is com- is like completely raw, oh, like oozing. Right. And like, I just stuck a fucking toothpick in this. How is this even happening? Uh, so um, my my oven is still a mystery to me. So I cram the whole thing back into the cake pan. I put it back in the oven. I bake it a little longer. It is fine. I pull it out. The cake is fucking delicious. Nice. I added a little bit of lemon. So you got a little bit of the lemon flavor. The recipe called for a little bit of lemon. But really what it is, is it's just a plain, good, moist cake. Okay. And like, I'm not a huge cake fan. Right. Like I'm not either. Like my, my whole entire family has switched to cold stone ice cream cakes Mm -hmm. for birthdays and everything because, because what we just talked about, fucking ice cream is good. Right. Cake. Yeah. Cake is all right. You know, like, yeah, there's most, most of the time I will eat icing. I'm I'm like a two year old. Like the icing is what I want. And then the cake is like, and that's actually why I don't eat cake is because of the icing too sweet yeah yeah i can't stand icing unless it's and i can't tell you like what kind of ice like one of the best cakes i've ever had was uh at my boss's wedding like eight years okay eight or nine years ago I mean, it was like eating a raspberry zinger. No. (laughs) So fucking good. But like, besides like that, and our wedding cake was really kick-ass. I just, no, I'm not a big fan of cake or icing or any of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I can, I can usually do without it, but this olive oil cake, I'm going to make it again, but, um, but anyway, I so I made it last night and the kids came over and like between the four of us, we demolished this cake. It wasn't that big. It was a single layer, nine inch cake. So like, but like we really did a job on it. And I said, all right, I, you know, last week I ate that peach pear upside down thing. Right. And last night I'm eating the, you know, and then I hit some fucking dairy bell in between and like it's just been out of control like i'm pretty much i'm only eating sweets the last (laughs) the last week and it was like my son's birthday so i had cold stone cake like i'm not even eating anything like an entire day is just like you know 1500 calories of sweets right and you know a few bags of peanut m&ms too (laughs) so i'm like all right this is it you last and i told my kids last night was it for me for sweets until my son's birthday, my son's cold stone birthday cake. His birthday is September 9th. Mm-hmm. So that's the day. That's the next time I will have sweets. Yes. So I'm going from here until September 9th, more than a month without sweets. We'll see how it goes. But now I've said it on the podcast and we have millions of people who know. So I have to be held accountable. I will be honest and report back how it goes. <laughs> Um, what I was, I thought I was going to say something else about that too, but I don't know. Never mind. Um, so olive oil cake, if you get a chance, check it out. I will. 
Well, I mean, when you bake the next one, I'll yeah. check it out. Yeah, for sure. Oh, the other thing I wanted to say, we, we had promised a recap episode by the end of July. Right. And we didn't do it. So Right. Um, let's promise it by the end of October. <laughs> well, part of the problem is, like, if we're going to taste chicken sandwiches, we really need to do it together. Right, right, right. We, yeah. So let's do it on COVID. Right. And, I mean, we're able to. So we'll try that out soon. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, all right, well... We, we've gone on long enough, I think. Let's save some for the next episode. I think so. I mean, um, you know, this episode here was packed full of tidbits and knowledge and life lessons. And, you know, what best life lesson to learn than that lesson of laying ice? <laughs> you know, it's cool out now. It's cool for August. It seems the past several years... August, the first week of August chills, then it rears its beautiful head. And I say beautiful because I love hot, humid weather. This weekend will heat up. I hope I hope there's a major drought. I hope it's in the hundreds in, in <laughs> mid-August. Um, but while I'm sweating my ass off, I'm going to be enjoying laying ice. And we talked about laying ice earlier and their ingenuity of having fucking crushed ice and shaved ice for the record use crushed ice and a mint julep um but most importantly make your drink happy make your mouth happy and get some laying ice do it do it absolutely um you talking about heat, you you know what you and I need to do. We we won't be able to do it this summer, but maybe next summer. We're we're gonna drive to Death Valley. Yes. And and we're gonna do an episode sitting in like 120 degree heat from Death Valley. I'm down. Because I bet the heat makes us drunk. <laughs> <laughs> like just the like the draining heat sweat just craziness will make for a very entertaining episode it will make for an entertaining episode and what will make it even more entertaining is the laying ice won't even be melted <laughs> of course <laughs> of course why did i not think of that all right, so come back in, uh, you know, I don't know, July of 2021. Well, come back before that, but look forward to the July 2021 episode of me and Brian in Death Valley. Um, until then, thanks for listening. Go buy some Lang Ice. Tell a friend how awesome this podcast is and come back on Monday for another uh, ship shape tip, tip top. Yeah, tip top ship shape. Tip, 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 tip,